All right, y'all. Welcome back, man. It's your boy, D-Friends. What's good? It's your boy, B-Neal. Back in the building for Absolutely Unsure Podcast. Another episode. A lot of great conversation to be had. A lot of things to talk about. So if you're watching the replay or if you're watching the live, salute to you. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. already. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes for the audio versions of the show. And I promise yes, this time for real. I'm going to start uploading audio versions. I'm going to upload that bitch as soon as we get in tonight. I'm not going to fuck around. I'm going to upload it. As soon as we get done, that's what we're going to do. So anyways, um, stay up there, motherfucker. I ain't trying to see me crack my crack tooth, nigga. Put the thing up here. Shit, oh crack this too. How you crack your tooth, man? It, I don't know if I'd be like gritting my mouth while I'm sleeping, like gritting my teeth together. But the first dentist that ever fixed that tooth, when I threw the bat in there and broke it, that shit lasts for 13 years. This new guy, the shit that barely lasts six months. I need to go back to the original doctor because every day, like every six months, it's like fucking clockwork. I wake up, what the fuck? Broken. I said, okay, I can't, I can't keep doing this. That's crazy. You know, like I said, I, that was going through football and all type of shit I was doing when the shit wasn't breaking. You know you got a mouthpiece, but still get hit. You grit your teeth. You know, who knows? That shit but, hurt um, when you eating or drinking or something. No, no, it don't hurt. No, mm. no. It's not like to where it's not broken down to where you can see the uh, what you call it, the uh, the nerve. It ain't like down that side. But anyways, uh, what is it? Niggas ain't never took the Matrix seriously till Tate said it. That's just a title, man. We just gotta let the titles roll. That's how we got. Yeah, niggas been talking about this shit way before Edge <laughs> Tate. But anyway, regardless, 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 we got things in today. So um. Which topic do you want to buzz out first? We got the Kaisenet topic. We got the Edutate topic. They kind of all kind of center around the same type of, you know, conversational tone. So I'm going to let you guide the ship where you want to kind of take us off to today. Honestly, man, we can get into the Undertake. I feel like it's what what's really there, though. I mean, like, have you got any information new besides, like, it's an investigation? Like, it's like, it's like I see, like, I see, like, the people who fuck with Tate, like, obviously, like, Fresh and Fit and, uh, Sneeko and all the people that fuck with them, they got their they, they side, they got the information. They're pretty much saying there's nothing there. But then, obviously, on the media side of it, they claim that there's a lot of things there. So I'm going to just read this article. I had to print this article because I just want to give some type of... A lot of, of things you know, like what? So it says, uh, a court in Romania's capital, Bucharest, was up, uh, has upheld the 30-day arrest of divisive social media personality and self-described misogynist Andrew Tate on charge of organized crime. Is this bitch flickering to y'all, too, or is it just me? My shit look good. Okay, okay. Anyways, um, charge of organized crime, human trafficking, and, and rape, an official said late Tuesday. Uh, Ramona Bola, a spokesperson for the Romanian agency, DICOT, uh, which court combats organized crime, said the court rejected an appeal by Tate asking a judge to uh, lessen his, you know, 24 hours, 30 days, he's been detained. So Tate is a 36-year-old. Where's, where's this shit at? Here we go. So it was him, his brother, and two women that were taken into custody. The Bucharest Court of Appeals late Tuesday rejected all four appeals against the judge's December 30th decision to grant prosecutors' request to extend the arrest period. A document explaining the judge's earlier decision said that the possibility of them evading investigations cannot be ignored. So pretty much, they're keeping them niggas in there because they're scared they're going to get away. So where's the where's the actual charge? Like, I, thought they they actually, I thought they were saying something different. I thought they, they were saying they couldn't extend the time. I thought they said they wouldn't going to extend the time. No, no. The late Tuesday rejected all four appeals against the judge's December third decision to grant prosecutors' request to extend the arrest period. The document explained the judge's earlier decision said that the possibility of them evading investigations cannot be ignored, and they could leave Romania and settle in countries that do not allow extradition. So I don't know. So, anyways, let's get to where. Okay, so here we go. He is arrested for uh, in Romania on suspicion of human trafficking. Dicott said it had identified six victims in the trafficking case who were subject to acts of physical violence and mental coercion and were sexually exploited by the members of the alleged crime group. 
Agency said victims were lured by pretenses of love and later intimidated, kept under surveillance and subject to other co uh, control tactics while being coerced into performing pornographic acts that were intended to make money for their alleged prosecute, uh, persecutors. Prosecutors investigating the case had seized 15 cars, at least seven of which were owned by the Tate brothers and in more than 10 properties or land owned by companies registered to them. Dickot spokesperson Bolas said. So, yeah, it's just. Uh, That's going to be a tough one for them boys. I ain't going to lie to you because if the girls work for them, it's basically they worry versus them. And I mean, I don't know how can you really prove the abuse and the rape stuff if it wasn't like any, you know, rape kids going around when the stuff initially happened. I wonder how that happened. Yeah. Like, did they initially report or is this something that happened later on? And it just, I mean, I don't know if it's true or anything. It is fishy, though, that all six of them turned. It's like, did somebody get to talk to y'all or was it really going on? It's like, yeah, especially if they work for them. It's, that's a tough conversation to have. But and I don't think it's going to be like American government where it's going to be people taking it easy on them and stuff like that. Or I don't mean to say take it easy on them, but maybe look out for them or something like that. But I don't know. This is madness. This shit is crazy, bro. I can't lie to you. Yeah, because I can't defend. I can't. Obviously, you can't defend like a person that's alleging that they that you uh, actually like, you know, rape them. You can't really say nothing about that. But the, the whole thing of like the lover boy method and telling your girl you love them getting them to fly out to you and then telling them to get on camera. I guess if the, it, like I said, if it's like, Oh, she's got like Stockholm syndrome. She loves them and she does it. A lot of people don't really feel sorry for that. But if it is, Oh, I made you fall in love with me. I brought you out here under false pretenses. And then I got armed guards outside the door. They said that girls got tattoos that owned by Tate, like all this wild shit they got going on. But like I said, it's so many different people speaking about this shit. I don't know who's telling the truth. I don't know who the fuck got an agenda. I don't know what's going on. And, th and then the thing is, too, at least with American shit, you can kind of get like American news. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about in Romania. I don't know <laughs> what the people are saying. I don't, they're translating it, but like, can I trust that shit? I don't know what's going on. But it seems like a lot of people don't believe it. One, because they love Tate and Andrew Tate. He's smart. Let's say he is. A, let's, let's paint the picture. He's this criminal mastermind, right? He, he is this guy who they say he is. He's smart just because, um, if he goes to, if he gets sent to prison, right, that doesn't got nothing to do with social media. But if he's able to persuade his audience that he isn't this bad guy and he's built it up and he's been on podcasts past month and a half and a month saying that, hey, they're coming for me. First, they cancel you. Then they get Trump up charges and then they arrest you and they die. Then it kind of falls in line. His audience who's just in love with him. They're not going to believe anything. It doesn't matter what Romanian police really pull out. They're not going to believe anything. They're like, no, this is set up for the jump. The Matrix is attacking. They're they're after Tate. They're doing this. They won't believe shit anyways. But like I said, similar to Tory Lane's thing, at the end of the day, nah, it's social media. The, no, no, I'm saying it's I'm, different I'm, to Tory Lane's. I'll let me finish my point. The, my point is not saying they're the same thing. My point is, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what social media thinks. It matters what the court thinks. That's my point in saying like Tory Lane's. Nah, like, I get what you're saying. Oh, this matters. In the, but hey, it doesn't matter what the motherfucking jurors say and that motherfucking judge say. So for Andrew nah. Tate, it ain't looking good from what people are saying. And I, I, it's going to be hard to stay keeping track with it from everything you said. Like, bro, it's whole other media, whole other news, whole other country. Like, good luck to them boys. I, I like watching them. I thought they were entertaining. But um, I'm interested to find out, like, was it the Andrew Tate's involved with the rape of all these women? Was it one woman? 
Like, or is it just like a bunch of different charges, or all these women kind of same in the same thing? I was watching thing? the Vice. I was watching the Vice like clip they're putting out because they have the special report coming up by Andrew Tate. It was a woman who was discussing what happened. She said they brought him into the apartment. They had him doing cam work. He was paying them more, and she was getting paid at her regular nine to five job. And something about one girl had a boyfriend, and she wasn't trying to do stuff with Tate. So she said she came in, and he was raping her, and that was one person. And she said that. He would always get them really drunk and have sex with them. And like that kind of, you know, line of accusations is pretty much what I saw. What was the years and the time points of when this happened? Because, you know, uh, I don't know what because I don't know. I don't know Andrew before. Tate's ascension to the level that he's at right now, because the way she described it is they was in an apartment at the time. They weren't in this mansion and all this shit. It was like apartment, then a bigger apartment. And then they moved into the mansion. So whatever time frame they went from apartment to apartment to the mansion. That's the time frame this young lady was a part of their conglomerate, their OnlyFans or their cam streaming, you know, business. That's when that all took place. Now everybody oh, so. on the online saying that, like like flying low saying ARAB or Tate, who did it better? I guess like self snitching on themselves. I was like, ego's a motherfucker. And then that ego is a motherfucker. It'll get you. You get to talking too damn much, thinking you good. You telling people you moved to Romania because X, Y, and Z. The Romanian government also don't want to look like a, you know, shitty place. They don't want to look like a corrupt place. You telling people that this place is corrupt, they'll take money. They might not like that either. It's, oh, you think we're corrupt? Oh, you think we're going to take your ass down? All right, bet. We about to take your ass down. We ain't fucking around with you. Yeah, I think it was cool when he was talking about the, uh, going past the speed limit <laughs> in his Bugatti. I, I think that was okay when he was talking about corruption. I thought that was what he was referring to. Now, I know, like you said, like the whole he had this month and, this, uh, and some change to kind of be like, let me change the narrative and stuff like that. But I, I, I could hardly feel like he wasn't referring to that. If he was, he's an idiot. Like, if he was referring to, like, I'm doing serious crimes and Romania is the place to get away from it or get away with stuff. At, well, the clip crazy. that I saw, something like the woke shit, how, like, anybody can accuse you and then – um, pretty much like, like we, we know in America, you can get accused, get sent to prison or go to trial and your career is over or whatever. He's in Romania. That don't really happen too much from a clip that I saw of when he was speaking about it. And they kind of detailed what you mean? all that. Like, what do you mean? Like, look at what happened. Me too. You, you did this to me. You get accused. Some people get sent in prison. He said that don't happen in Romania because they don't do the, his words, like quote unquote woke bullshit, something like that. So they have, so they saying they have cold hard evidence then. For him? Yeah, like if it ain't a he say she say thing, that's what they refer. That's I mean, that's what it feel like you saying right now. Well, no, he said that's why he moved to Romania. Oh, okay. I don't know if that that don't mean that they don't do bullshit as well, or they can't be subject to bullshit as well. He just saying that's the reason he moved there, which I think he probably uh, well, didn't know. Yeah, they don't they don't, they don't look true now. <laughs> yeah, like hey, if you didn't do it, motherfucker, they got your ass. Regardless yeah, of the U.S. government and the British government coming together to get you, I don't know what's going on. But like I said, you got a guy like Tate who has. I would say muddy the waters of like, you know, oh, the Matrix is attacking me and this and that. And his fan base is so Matrix, Matrix, Matrix. Yes, yes, yes. You know, they're going to ride with him to the end. It don't really matter what So what, what are the chances this nigga's like another just liver king? <laughs> like basically is, a lie. a fraud ass nigga. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean that, I, it's not, it's, not, it's a chance. Like, I don't know why people believe that it couldn't be true at all. Because that's essentially, I mean... I want to be like, damn, this nigga Asian or something. Because, like, how do you rise to this level of fame if you were, like, in this type of world doing this type of shit? It's like, you don't seem like, 
Like we people believe Andrew Tate because it come off as real, bro. But how can you also be this fake person? It's like only way to make it seem like that can make sense is like they built this brand on a sense of like just like Liver King. It's like people will love it in this era. And I mean, maybe, maybe that's some like. I mean, he, he kind of you had to, he like, kind of he kind of ascended at the perfect time because, like I said, they said he been on YouTube for a while. Like he been doing what he do for a while. This ain't some new shit that he just started. And it's like whatever he was at it for a while. And me and you literally had that conversation. And I could, and we could say these guys are pretty much two different people, but essentially to certain people, they are the same. Um, as soon as Kev died, they say, hey, somebody got to fill that role of like the godfather of this shit. And I, like I said, I ain't flying low. I ain't trying to get a fucking argument with you about who's the red. I don't know, motherfucker. I'm just saying what mainstream motherfucker look at it like. And he went right into that position of this, the new guy. It was Kev Samuels. He died. Andrew Tate was around. Waiting for his chance, and then boom, and he did it obviously way bigger than Kevin Samuels. Did. I would assume I would think he did he did way bigger than Kevin Samuels. He's way more, you know, spoken about, moved around than Kevin Samuels, but he so kind of blew up in that space. I haven't been able to really give like any like logical points to defend them because it's just like you don't know much. But I was like, if Andrew Tate is just a super successful dude, right? Millionaire, multi-millionaire. Of course, he has some casino shit, but essentially if they was in an apartment before like I'm going to believe that they wasn't as rich. Mm-hmm. If he got all this wealthy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, this is the only cap that I could give them. You don't make hundreds of thousands of dollars off OnlyFans girls if you fucking them and treating them like shit. What like, you you're not going to become... I just don't see it like... it be Like, you know how we just talk about, like, business or being productive with working with people? You can't just treat people like shit and think that shit gonna make millions. Like, the, the, like we ain't even talking about a nigga that made ten million. Like this nigga is supposed to be uber successful. Yeah, they said it's worth like three hundred million. And I know the the so I, and this is like I said, this is some cap because I don't know when that the hustler university shit come into play. I don't know when. Obviously, the OnlyFans stuff come into play. I don't know when the casino stuff come into play. I don't know how much money he made kickboxing. I'm just saying. A person to be that successful through those different ventures, I, I'm just saying I would think like if that was a part of his business model, he wouldn't have been that dumb. But that's like I said, I don't have much that I could count for him. Like that was my my only thing. It's like this man, we're not talking about somebody that's kind of successful. And yeah. like you ain't just make like you gotta be real. Like it wasn't just no six women he had making millions of dollars. Like he had to have like hundreds of women so i feel like unless we don't like, i don't know the numbers i don't know how much he made in a year i don't know how much his 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 shit was pocketing so but i know it wasn't just six women and i know if that's the case it have been kind of crazy for him to have been treating women like that around a bunch of other people that work in that same type of environment because it'll get toxic like niggas complain about working at Chili's or at a restaurant because it's like bad management. Like we talking about sex work, like of course. Well, I mean, like, but they're talking. You got to think they're talking about forcible sex work. They're talking about like armed guards outside the thing. They're talking about like all type of shit. You brand them, you put an on by so, Tate on their bodies, you manipulate them to a certain level, and you know, like, like if thought, that's all true. Then he got to be one of the like most notorious money sex trafficking motherfuckers in the world. But so that's why I'm so confused about the timeline, and it's gonna be the same thing like I said kind of before. It's like how 
does he have all these bodyguards and stuff if this is back when they was in apartments and stuff like that? I don't know. I, I just don't know. Look, I think right now it's only six people that came out and then eventually they leveled up. Like they went from a couple, then they went up to like, like uh, Flying Low says, no, he bragged. He had up to 75 at four different locations. That's what I'm saying. So if you got all these women, if you if you treating women bad, that's going to get around and that's going to affect the bottom line. Like especially you raping them Cheating them against their will. And that's what I'm saying. Like 75 women at four different locations. How are you keeping all these women held hostage? How are you keeping all these women held against you? And nobody has known about this shit. And you well, was able to make all, millions. They're probably not all held, held hostage. There could be like some that are like, well, shit, fuck it. How much you paying? I'll do and, it. Then there's going to be some, the gonna be some people thing. that are like, you know, hey, I don't like this no more. So it and all varies between. If someone's making millions, you got 75 girls at different locations, you're not worried about a few girls leaving here and there because you you constantly getting women that want to make money. You got a system that's working. That's what I'm just saying. Like, the to keep women hostage and against their will and all that, make it seem like you were desperate and, like, these are the only women you had. And if they gone, you broke. Like, he supposedly got this booming empire. Like, why is he having to keep them against their hostage? Like, the rape shit... I can't speak to that. That could just be he nasty. I'm, I'm talking about the like more so keeping it against that will. I think maybe and, the, the and, six and being people abusive. speaking out is the early times. And then when it got to 75, maybe the past the early days, they was cool with it. But the early girls probably wasn't cool with it. Because I feel like a lot of these accusations are from the early times, right? So it's like once it got to maybe. a certain level, it's like, well, fuck it. I'm with the I'm with the shit. So uh what Trill say? He said maybe what do you think Jeff Bezos and Elon does? Uh, we just seen Thug get a Rico. I mean, I get. I mean, I don't know what you. I don't know what you mean by Jeff Bezos and Elon. They got like legitimate, like Amazon and Tesla. And they like, get. Yeah, I, I say, Thug, he got that money from rapping. It wasn't like he built that empire straight off just being corrupt dope and like yeah. <laughs> putting out and, hits and. And that's the thing. Like I know, like young young dog. I, I sold a million off weed. We talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. Like this nigga ain't no just one off. A double yeah. digit millionaire. This nigga got a, a couple of them. Yeah, like if you if you can live the lifestyle that he was living, you gotta have a lot of money. Not just a traveling little, in the know. world, private jets like that shit. Yeah, Bugattis. Like Bugattis themselves, like three million dollar cars. So it's like you gotta have a certain level of money to do that. Because like think about it like this: your favorite rappers. A lot of our favorite rappers probably can't get a Bugatti. Some of them can. Obviously, Drake's probably can. Probably Kendrick's. Man, you know, J Cole, Eminem's. Like those people can. But a lot of the ones we like, they can't get that. So, like I said, his net worth according to that was three million dollars. Um, I just got to sit here and watch. And see he what's said gonna happen. it was less. I mean, he I, said I, it was more than that. Um, I just got to sit here and see what happens because, like I said, it's a lot of information being thrown around. Who do do we trust? Like, do we, who, who do we trust? Do we trust Fresh and Fit and Sneeko and people who fuck with Tate? Do we trust CNN, LA Times, New York Times, Vice? Like, who do we trust? I don't know. I'm a, I'm gonna trust Andrew Tate until it's proven otherwise. Uh, I'll, I'll take my same approach. I mean, it's innocent until proven guilty, and far as I know, I mean, I don't know how Romania operate, but <laughs> I don't know if they're innocent until proven guilty. They yeah, say they detain you. They got they they, they they detain you. Then they start building the case. Ain't mm -hmm. like they got the case. No, we're gonna detain you. And then we're gonna build the case, and then we're gonna see what we can get. But also, the thing that 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 hurts the Romanian government, and this is, we already seen y'all raid them before. And this before they was uber famous. They was like probably on their way to being famous. And it came out once they got super famous. Like, hey, they've been sex trafficking. But that one came out to what we seen seemingly to be nothing. So it's like, now y'all taking a second attempt. Now it's like, okay, what's going on? Y'all trying again? So people look at it as, eh, it's up in the air. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's about the message he literally telling on himself. What else is needed? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he ain't never said he abused women and beat them up. Like he just said he had an OnlyFans like hub. That's all. Um, Wait, he said he used to. He said he used to get him to love him, fly him out, and then make him do the sex. Oh, he did say that. He thing. did say that. I did. I guess say that. if that's if that's in the sex trafficking book of like evidence. If that is like a thing, like that's a subtext of hey, there's these are the ten ways of sex trafficking. The lover boy method is number five. Then I guess hey, but I don't know nothing about the sex trafficking handbook, so I don't know where the lover boy method falls on on that scale. I just know for a person to be that rich, if you were online bragging when you got a history like that, you know them people gonna come out. And I just feel like you gotta be a dumbass not to like go into some type of settlements. You got three hundred million dollars, bro. Obviously. They don't mean they're gonna get away, but it just like if he really was like doing this shit and like really thought he'll get scotch free, like that's crazy. Because yeah. it was it just it just like bro, you was the biggest dude, and you kind of built it off the backs of them essentially. Like, of course you're gonna be fraud. Well, but what I, about tax fraud? Like, let's be honest, we don't get like if a nigga go down for tax fraud, I don't really get like that's money shit. Like, that's like I don't really care about that. I'm not really what. The 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 salacious stuff like if it, it, like it's like this if if everything goes away and it's like well Andrew Tate got five years for tax fraud you're not gonna look at him like oh man he's an evil these people doing shit with money all the time they like these people get arrested all the time by the feds that's everything. gonna be that's like, the okay. matrix calling if that's the it's case like, all right tax fraud okay but if you get charged yeah. with human trafficking and and rape that's like that's another level of like whoa so I, I got a little more cap for him what I feel like you and I gotta give you your nods because mm-hmm. you said similar to Tory. Well, they just like how the, the girl from US basically went over there and got them in trouble and shit like that and like it opened up the door for other things I feel like it's the same thing as far as like the rape stuff may not have happened and the beating up stuff may have not happened or they may not even have proof of it but the fact that they bringing that in front of the investigation now I think it can bring even in the question of like, is this OnlyFans and him being like this pimp and him like making money off these women? Like he bring that into question. And I feel like it could be um the fact that we have proof that you were doing that. It, it, they'll just make it seem like them were kind of tied in the two. I feel like, I, I don't know, man. I feel like it's similar, like the charges, cause we don't know the charges yet, but I feel like they are gonna put some lenient kind of charges as far as like, Okay, let me read this. Did he, did he have like an organization type shit? Did he have, like how they say with Young Thug, is it a gang? But obviously it's not in that same context. That's why they arrested the other, the, the two women and, and somebody else. Because if it's somebody, like let's be real, Andrew Tate raped somebody and beating somebody, like what them two women got to do with it? Like they trying to make it well, seem like it's an organization. Crime, exactly. Because like fraud. they can't really prove, they probably can't prove the rape. They probably can't even prove the abuse, but they're going to make it seem like they got a ring. And who knows after that? Like, I feel like that's just like the, one of the ways to get them in court and maybe start some bullshit. But what you going to say? Let me read this. This is from the New York Post, right? So uh, the sex trafficking case against Andrew Tate is basically built on lies, according to two women who say they're being treated as accusers, despite repeatedly stating they are not victims. The official Twitter handle of the still jailed influ- influencer was among those sharing an interview of two of the women listed as victims. So these are two women listed as victims in the case. Um, what was that listed? Da, 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 where we at? Two of the women listed as victims in the case have called uh, a violent organized gang. 
This is very unfair. They don't deserve it. And said one of the women, neither of whom was named in the clip he shared, but who described themselves as social media influencers. I don't understand. The prosecutor said we're victims in this case, but we obviously declare we are not the victims, she said. So this case is basically built on lies. She said, asking, how can I trust the Romanian authorities? The interview on Ormizia appeared to show the duo, one with blonde and the other with dark hair. In the shared clip, which appeared to be heavily edited, one of the women said the pair were introduced to Tate and his 34-year-old brother Tristan, one of the co-accused through mutual friends. We ended up being like family, she said, about the Tate brothers. I've never worked for them or with them. We were just very, very close, she said. So that made me think it's like, in this, are we in this new age era where we're going to be like, people can't think for themselves. People can't diagnose themselves. Like, you don't know you were manipulated. You don't know you was coerced. You don't know that you was being taken advantage of because yeah. of the patriarchy. Is it some shit like that? Like, these women can clearly say that they ain't involved and that shit is a lie. But they were like, no, ma'am. You was clearly a part of a sex trafficking ring, and it's a big. This is a symptom, you of you <laughs> falling in love with your like. They go. They. I, I feel like that could happen, bro. In this day and age, bro. I feel like that could do. That's, that. I, that's that's why I don't know how the Romanian shit work. I don't know how that goes because if you if you're pulling out people who say they're not victims, how are you going? How how can you have a case against me? You can't you can't tell somebody they're a victim. At least in America, if somebody's saying ain't nothing happened to them. You can't be like, no, no, it did happen to you. We know it did. It's like, well, that's not true. With domestic cases, if you say nothing happened to you and they got proof, they 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 can still do some stuff. But I'm saying, like, what? But my point is, what proof do they have? These people saying nothing happened to me. Most oh, time, like, if you, I, if you, I was saying, if you get sexually assaulted and you say nothing happened to me, and it's only your word versus his word, and you're not willing to testify. What case do they really have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, it's like I got you on nothing that, happened yeah. to me. Like, and, and if I go on the stand and say. They say, hey, they're accusing him of doing this, this, this. And I'm like, no, that didn't happen. What's the jury to think? Like, yeah. am I supposed to get, she's saying that happened to her. Am I supposed to be like, yeah, so, okay, he's guilty. So that's two of the six. Like, what about the other ones? I don't know about the other four. No, I'm, saying, I'm not saying everybody's either lying or whatever, but, you know, when you got a government getting people, supposedly from the New York Post article, and they're putting them as victims, and people are saying they're not victims, it kind of makes it look like y'all just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. So what you feel about the Matrix? How you feel about this? Like, you feel like this is an attack? Or you um, feel like this is just like... I, don't, I, like... I don't believe in all that big conglomerate to come and take Tate down. As, like I said, that was just for the title. It's funny. But uh, like I said, maybe it's just a thing. Like, maybe they did get pressure. Let, let's just say, let's speak. Let's do a conspiracy. Maybe they do got pressure from the American government, from the British government, saying, hey, you got this guy running around this country saying he's doing this, saying he's doing that. If he was in our country, we wouldn't let that happen. The whole world is looking at you guys because one, this guy is a vile misogynist. He's influencing the youth and he's putting out a very bad message. And you guys are allowing him to run around your country and do whatever he wants. And that, that could be the, the matrix part of it. Like the U.S. government and the British government telling Romania, y'all need to do something about this guy. And then them going and doing something. Or motherfucker just doing some shit that's illegal. It's either, it's either or. It's like, I don't really know at this point. We can speculate. We can do this. We can do that. But at this point, I don't know. Like I said, and even with Andrew Tate, I was never like a big, I was never like a big, oh, I, I watch Andrew Tate every day. Like, I see his TikToks. I see a couple little clips here and there. But, like, I wasn't like a follower of his message and the follower of his ideal. So, like, I don't even really even have the too reason, many opinions on him. The reason I think it's the match is because of how they already tried to counsel him and take his money and basically freeze his accounts. Like, I think it was, and it, it had nothing to do with, it had really nothing to do with 
any of this stuff that they saying now was more based on he's a misogynistic and his impact on kids was yeah. good was good but um besides that like there was even i seen a school in uk was doing a they're doing a re-education program for uh the youth yeah that shit crazy like, I, I, I don't they, they, they like identify i guess they brought this up in school or something and the teacher was like oh my god these 14 year old boys are that da, 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 da. and they were like bringing up like uh his claims about women should take personal responsibility for being raped and that and this and that and just how the boys were brainwashed now by Andrew Tate and how it was so dangerous they need to re-educate these boys on whatever they're gonna re-educate them on. Yeah, and that's that's one of those one of those unfair conversations because no one is gonna even I believe Andrew Tate doesn't mean that they're hundred percent accountable, just in certain situations, things can be prevented. Um just like uh, Pearl said, she was like, why would you walk down the dark alley by yourself? A man can't walk down the dark alley by himself. So it's just being accountable to a certain degree. But obviously, people take that out of out of, um, out of whatever, out of context. I just find it crazy, bro, like, because it's, like, it's a weird world. But it just, it seems like a, people going to say it's a coincidence, but it seems like, bro, it don't take much for them to get upset and... I think the COVID times was like the perfect like example of like the hypocrisy in this like these systems and these governments because this was a worldwide thing with the lies that they was able to tell for so long, and the more the the reason I'm really bringing it up is just how they was able to get people out of here that spoke on it, yeah. and I think it's no different that <clears throat> now we out of that, bro. They still moving the same way, and it, it seems unreasonable. It seems like. Why the fuck would they care that they talk about man problems and shit like that? But because they feel like it's really they feel like it's society. Because you got let's let's say like let's say it's a big matrix conspiracy, right? Let's say the conspiracy is the agenda is um, all societies are easily controlled by a dominant society. Men in in the other society are weak. So let's just say the 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 global society's thing is to make men all across the world weak, and when they see a man who they believe is men stand up, be men again, be accountable, don't do this, don't do that, go out, be your best self, do the, take care of your family, whatever, whatever. The upper, whoever the upper is, sees it as an attack on them because like, okay, we can't really dominate society if they start having men being men again. So we need to kind of, you know, weaken it again. So he and, needs to be out of here, and, they need to be out of here, take them out of here. And I think it's another thing, we be so focused on our lives like media is at this turning point where mainstream media is losing the grips. Like people do not believe in the mainstream media. And like I said, based on COVID, based on many other different reasons where it just seemed like y'all be lying to us. So now that they are, it's not only that they falling off, these other people are clearly coming up and taking the influence that they losing on the people. So it's like in a normal like world, we're not paying attention to shit. Like, oh, it makes sense they're getting people out of here for whatever reasons, but or it don't really make sense. I mean, I should say because it's like, well, why would they give a fuck about Andrew Taylor? Why would they give a fuck about Dr. Jordan Peterson? Like, because he's one of these examples that we could bring up too. Like, why would they give a fuck about him? He's a professor. Like, he doing shit, whatever. But when you think about how they losing influence, it makes all the more sense now because. They incredible. They lost their credibility and YouTube views going up, Twitch people going up, like just alternate media going up in general. That's a big part of like the Milagro conversation. It was mad about her. Like, oh, she's misinformation. It's like, not 
no, not really. Nothing at all came out as misinformation, but it was more mad that she was she had a grip on people's. Well, she had a she, she was influencing people. people they don't. They, they, they're, them. they're trying to figure out how one person can influence so many people. That's why we used to watch Jordan Peterson interviews when he first popped off. Every interview would be like, "How do you feel about having this large male audience? How do you feel about having control of these young men and that all this type of shit like that? Like, am I doing something bad?" Am I not supposed to have a male-dominated audience? Yeah. Is this like what's what, what's wrong with this? And, and like I said, it's one of the things too. Is like when you blow up too fast, they don't know how to control you. And we can bring it to Toy Lanes with Milagro thing. Milagro been doing whatever, but her name in the hip hop space blew up so fast. I say, do the academics bring her on? They didn't know what to do, so all they could essentially do was attack her. Now, like I said, I even said I can clearly tell she she rocks with Tori more than she talk, rocks with Meg. But I said today on my show because Charlemagne finally spoke about the Tory Lanez thing and his sentiments were kind of similar to the mainstream narrative. Like, Oh, these blogs are this and y'all keep listening to these blogs and YouTubers and this and that. And there you need to watch, uh, you could have just read the LA times report and you could have listened to uh, the Rolling Stones report and all this type of shit. So pretty much like uh, mainstream media is this and these YouTuber bloggers are all wrong. Yes. They, they jumped the gun and did the not guilty early. That's their fault. We, we, we get that. But if you actually watch a full Milago Graham's thing, Take away her personality, take away her opinion, just act like she's saying the statement dryly, right? Just dry. Her statements in those people's tweets aren't even like far off. Ain't like she's making up shit. Ain't like she said, no, the, the neighbor never said he saw Tori shoot, right? She's just like, she's she's pointing out things she feels like is inconsistency. So you people look at that as swaying the minds of the people. They'd say, mm-hmm. you're not just giving them exactly what's said. You're out, you're giving them what was said, then you're adding your own, like, and, it, and it's only a slant. problem. But at the end of the day, she's not a journalist, she's not a Rolling Stone, she's not this. Yeah. She is a personality at the end of the day, and she's giving you and information. The, the biggest thing, if the Andrew Tate's, Milagro's, Jordan Peterson was on the other side, so Milagro was on Megan's side for this case. Oh my fucking god, they would have been bigger. Oh, been, oh yeah, she's perfect. Yeah, same thing as Megan Cunniff. Megan Cunniff is doing interviews with black media people. She got a, she got a whole article write up from BET saying her name is because her name is Megan. So they called her Megan the Reporter Cunniff, like kind of like Megan the Stallion, but mm. Megan the Reporter Cunniff. She's a, like <laughs> yes. like all this type of shit. Like now she's cool, and then y'all tearing these people down. All that shit to me is just corny because like I get it. The only thing I can really say that I can see is that they fucked up with the whole like he's not guilty thing. But you know, okay. Oh, we got that wrong. Now we're back to scheduled business. And I think it's just like the narrative they want to push. They saw the people that were kind of against that narrative were gaining influence of people and they don't like that. Yeah. It's cool when they gain influence of people and it's cool when they get to press their ideas on people and people start to go with their ideas. But when it's the alternate route, they don't, they don't really, it's a, uh, it's a clear like attack that. on ideas. It's a clear battle of ideas. Cause even with Jordan Peterson, imagine if he was supporting the LGBTQ and talking about why they were right to have 51 genders and um, the patriarchy being bad and men actually uh, should pronouns. be wrong. You must do this. You must do that. Like He was on point with his education, but the fact that he didn't, and it was coming at a time where we needed that voice, same with Dave Chappelle. It was coming at a time where people were feeling that way, but we couldn't say it. Then we had these intellectual people that come and break it down. Same with that dude that made a movie about what is a woman. Like they came and destroyed it in the sense of it's like we can like you feel normal to have a conversation about it now, versus before they had they had a they had a monopoly on that conversation for a little bit. And they still kind of do, but more and more as we go, you know, people can speak. Well, up. that's because they it, use they use the tactic of if you speak about this, if you don't hardly agree with this, then you're hateful and. Nobody wants yeah. to be hateful. Nobody wants to be labeled that. So they don't want to have that, that S on their chest. So they scared to even speak out about X, Y, and Z. 
But then you have these people who are larger than life gaining these audiences, and you got to think there's a reason they're gaining these big ass audiences. They're not Joe gaining Rogan these audiences too. because people don't believe it, or people don't uh, people don't believe in what they're saying. There's a lot of people that believe in them, and you could do the whole little media trick of like, oh, they're uh, incels, or they are what are they, or they are deplorables. They're this, they're evil, they're that. But that shit don't you, work, can't, you can't discount millions and millions of people following these people. Jordan Peterson was doing a thing where he said he sells like ten thousand of his books per week. That's a lot of books, and that book came out years yeah. ago. He's and, still selling 10,000 a week. So obviously people are feeling whatever message that he's still putting out. And they just, it, it, the, the thing is we can't control it. So we need to stop. Yeah. And it worked like their tactics work on the old media. Their talk, their tactics work on like the, the demographics that are championed by this, you know, new age society, obviously like LGBTQ um, victim women, things like that. They're like supported now, but like what the fuck I was saying. My bad. Flying low, when you say that, what you mean by that? I want you to clarify. I want to because I don't know what point in the podcast you're on, but because I, I want to see what point you're making. But anyways, go on. But the, the people like Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, it just it's just right on time, essentially. I forgot I was gonna say uh to the exact point, but just right on time. It's just if, if anything, if you don't if you don't go with whatever the popular mainstream narrative, you'll be just casket. Even even in hip hop, even in hip hop, think about it. If you're a guy who comes out like like the poetic flock of God, if you come out and say, like, hey, you know. If these YSL guys actually are committing crime, actually, you know, killing people, actually robbing people, they should go to prison. What? You think they, like, it's like, because oh, yeah, the, the popular narrative is, no, they should be free. We need to let them out. And I can speak to that uh, when I was at the Future Concert. We can speak about the Future Concert, but we'll get to that a little later. But um, whatever the popular narrative is, if you speak out against that, then you will be, it doesn't matter what it is, right? Even if it is on the side that you consider, let's say, evil. Like, if YSLs are killing people and doing whatever, you could say, that's evil. That's immoral. But um to the hip hop world, no, 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 free them. Don't matter, don't care what they did. Doesn't matter. So you well, you I, pretty I, much, you'll I, die, I you'll die, you will die on whatever narrative is most popular, pretty much. And if you will get that'll happen to you. But just the Andrew Hoy, just to wrap up the Andrew Tate thing. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I believe what's today, the 10th. They got 30 days, I'm assuming. So they got till what January 29th. Vice is dropping a documentary on the 12th. So that may play a role into, I believe the vice started the documentary before he got arrested. So it's like, also it makes me feel like, did y'all know something already was popping up earlier before it happened? So would that mean Andrew Tate knew that someone was coming on the pipeline? Is that why he started saying all these things? <laughs> is that why he started tweeting all these things? Because like I said, he knew what was going to happen. He says it. His whole follow is like, the Matrix is after him. He told us. It's oh, Milagro platform, Milagro's platform blew up with that at cosign. Imagine he had a black man with that look. But you got to think too. The reason Milagro blew up. Why does that even matter? But that one, one that doesn't matter. But the point of that is Milagro blew up because she was the one who was at the court every day putting out the opinions and giving her statements that she was entertaining. Who else? What black man was there that was willing to talk to academics? He brought on Dennis Byron, but to be honest, Dennis Byron's not as entertaining as Milagro. And his and Dennis Byron's um profile kind of rose a little bit after the trial. But Milagro was more entertaining. He's seen that his chat liked her. He probably fucked with the way she was covering her opinion. So that's why he brought her on there. Now, like I said, I don't know if there's a plethora of black men that was out there on the front lines for the street TV. Who is street TV? Like, like I said, personality. The dude that put out them. Uh, the but like I said, who, who is it? He put out the evidence, but like yeah. what the academics is a personality. He's not going to bring on. Uh, he wants to bring on another personality. That's why he brings on Milagro. But um. I want to. Uh, I remember the point I was gonna say earlier, and I'll, uh, we can move on. But like I said, they got the uh, demographics of like the old people, certain uh, demographics they champion, but they don't have that the younger demographic and many other demographics that 
uh, it's really gonna be like you said the future and I think that frustrate them even from like shit like the job market and let's say it's like men are at the all-time low and looking for jobs and shit like that it's like these younger demographics or these younger groups of like just even under like under 30 like all the people that watch social media all these people that's on TikTok and shit and it's not just taking a information from the mainstream media they don't have that same control and i think that's gonna be like going into the next 20 years that's gonna rechange shit how everything is moved how everything is ran because you don't have that control no more and i think it's it's it goes deeper into the economy i think it goes into the thing the thing shit, about the structure it, how everything's set up like but the thing about it too is history repeats itself this ain't something new this whole like hey it's a new type of form of media this person has influence let's cancel them like i was reading uh what's the name i was reading this rush limbaugh book right and he was talking about how he started and what happened when he started when he took over talk radio talk radio wasn't really a big thing back in the day he said all media formats were pretty much liberal so when he hopped on talk radio he started getting millions and millions of listeners whatever's happening now due to social media they were trying to do to him with talk radio so it's like it just it, the cycle yeah. continues just new mediums are popping up right new different outlets so make, now we'll it's it, instagram which... TikTok, youtube but back then when the conservatives was popping up and doing their thing and speaking their voice and doing whatever it was FM radio because liberals wasn't really on FM radio, uh, not FM, AM radio. AM radio was yeah. dying at the time. And he hopped on there. He spoke to people and then he became the biggest radio host of all time. And then mm. they was trying to, you know, get him out of here. Now it's definitely been, a, it's definitely been around, but I think it's just harder now or it's easier to like, like come like fight back against it. Cause it's like, you can make your own platforms and it's so many different people that can hear you just off of a, uh, Shit going viral, like just off of being a having a good story sometimes versus back in the day, it was just a little harder for you to actually make a case against like this, this like tyrannical Hollywood, a tyrannical government blackballing you. Like so many people used to get blackballed and didn't have a point or have a like have a, ever had a case. Nowadays, shit, Dave Chappelle got his show back. Like that shit would have never happened in the 90s. Like Dave Chappelle getting his money, uh, what happened like two or three years ago? That shit would have never happened ten years ago. But we're in this new age of, if you get the right, you know, message going out there, if you get the right PR going out there, you can you can do some shit, bro. Versus back in the day, it's like it was you could you can probably survive and shit, and you know come still come up, but they could silence you pretty easily. Yeah. And that's like, just, that's just a, that's just, it's like say like this is a different um, way that's being done. Into now obviously, obviously, he just died in 2020, and he never got took off the air. He never lost any viewers, but they was trying with the same type of shit they do now: misogynistic, homophobic, racist. It's like the cycle is always there. So, like I said, for Andrew Tate, I really have no innocent, guilty. I don't fucking know. Too many stories, too many different pieces of information. They say he went to the hospital. They try to make it seem like, oh, he's not gonna kill himself. Is it they trying to kill him? Like, all right, y'all doing too much. Like, too much. Like, y'all too much into social media shit. Like, give me some facts. Give me some information. Give me this. Give me that. And then I can get a better, you know, wrap around of what's actually the fuck going on. And if you watch the stream right now, if you're not subscribed, make sure you're subscribed to him. Subscribed already. My boy, a top G man. That jail got my boy sick, man. He ain't used to that confinement, man. That's gonna be the worst. You ever? I always think about that. I always think about people living high on the hog living this luxurious life. Like I'm always on TikTok, right? And that one clip of Andrew Tate on the yacht, getting out the ocean and be like, woo, what a world or whatever the fuck it says. Something like that. This is the real world. Whatever the fuck it is. Like mm -hmm. you go from that to like, 
in jail. Yeah, he pushed his homeboy in the water. He was like, welcome to the real world. Yeah, this is going to be like the biggest mind fuck of your life. Like, I'm in prison. I was just on a yacht. I was just in Dubai last week. On a yacht, spending money, doing this, doing that. Now I'm in prison. And it can happen just like that. Just like that. So, uh, I guess as we already talking about Tory, we can kind of get into the updates from Tory Lanes and his life and his trial right now. So, Tory got a new lawyer, right? The old guy, he's out of here. The new guy, he's in. And he was a former lawyer for Suge Knight. He got Snoop Dogg off the murder. He got Snoop. Uh, he got uh, what's his name? What's the, what's the guy's name? He got Suge Knight off of a robbery back in there, or whatever. So, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. I don't know what's happening. This I'm not a lawyer, but his uh, sentencing did get pushed back. Supposed to be sentenced on January 27th. Is now been moved back to February 28th as his new lawyers prepare to ask the judge to grant him a new trial. So they're trying to get the boy a new trial. Now, I don't know how a new trial is going to go. Will you get a new set of jurors? What new information will you do? Maybe this is a better lawyer who can frame something better. I don't know what's going to happen, right? Because you would assume that everybody would kind of have to come back and give the same statements they gave already, right? You would, They'd have to because you can't really change. We already heard what you said under oath before. So um, th- there's that. He's yeah, I feel like the biggest case would be the mistrial more than a, a, another trial. Because, like, what's going to change? Like, do you have, like, evidence the jury was faulty? Like, was a witness tampered with? But if that's the case, that's the evidence for a mistrial more than a retrial. I just, I don't know. I do find it interesting that it got pushed back. I didn't know that uh, they can appeal that quickly. Like, I thought, like, they can appeal – Um. I guess I, I, I guess I, I didn't, I just didn't know it was gonna happen that quickly, and I didn't know it would be his, a retrial. His, his, the thing about Tory's lawyer that I'm seeing is he's kind of like into social media, right? He's like, Judge, there's a lot of stories today about Tory Lane's transport. Can you please clarify on the bench what was going on with that? And he wasn't not one to come here because a lot of stories on social media. Maybe he thinks that there's a lot of influence on social media on, on potential jurors. He's trying to get everything clarified, I guess. So, yeah. He's looking pretty much Tory Lanez is looking to litigate a motion for a new trial from his lawyer. And this is his lawyer right here. Does his lawyer not look like a motherfucker that lives in Whoville? Let me see. Don't fucking do that. All right. Don't look like a nigga that lives in Whoville. So that's Tory Lane's new lawyer. 80-year-old something Kenner. So we'll see. That man ain't really nothing to say. That's pretty much it. If he gets a new trial, will it go the same? Will it go different? I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know how they Sean Kelly going to get up there and say, hey, I saw him shooting. I told you last time I saw him shooting. I'm telling you again, I saw him shooting. Do they make the bodyguard give a testimony? Maybe. That's only that's only different. That's the only part. That would be the only different thing that we can, you know, really get into when it comes to a retrial. So I do want to ask you a question about this, though. This has to do with, once again, like more like, you know, trigger warning. Uh, rape stuff. So, how do you feel about? I'm trying to think about how I'm saying this. How do you do? You, do you feel like it is fair to someone who is accused of something horrific? Right. Like I, said, I don't know if he did it or not. Obviously, the evidence that was presented, the jury couldn't decide on if he did it or not. How do you feel about those being retried again? Because then people could be like, "Well, they found him guilty, so why would Tory get a new trial?" But just keep it to this. I'm not you, but I'm just trying to my brain keep it to this. So this guy who's on that 70s show, right? The weird guy with the curly hair, he was accused of raping three women in, from 2001 to 2003, right? With um, 
some Scientology type of shit, right? He was accused of doing one, two, three. They took it to court. Uh, the trial happened, I think, last year, and hung jury mistrial. And now it's like they said majority of the jury said they would have acquitted, but they just didn't really know. But it's a mistrial, so the prosecutors have a chance to bring it back up. It's like, do you feel? I kind of feel like the like, y'all had y'all's chance. Like I said, I don't know if the guy did it or not. If he did it, he's a piece of shit. But y'all got this justice for a reason. You couldn't really prove it. But it's like, okay, they can't come to a decision. But you could try again. I don't know how I feel about the try again shit. I don't I, know how I feel only, about it. It has to be I always feel like you gotta have substantial evidence to have a reason to even move to the next thing. Like from what I was got, reading, is the new evidence they're gonna bring is like something that um talks about you know what what coercion is, what this is, what a victim or like victims. I think maybe some of the victims had like memory lapse and what actually happened. So like that was maybe a way that certain jurors weren't really knowing us the truth is not true, whatever, whatever. So they're gonna remember now. Well, no, they're gonna they're gonna tell you that this is a scientific thing that happened. So even though the women are saying that they can't remember, you have to remember that this is something that happens to victims. So you have to take that into account because they did go through some traumatic. So y'all need to remember that. So they just because they don't remember don't mean it didn't happen to them. That's what they're pretty much trying to you know say. Well, nigga, all three of them? Man, that's what it. I was reading. If if we going off of a witness that's still going to be shaky now, we need evidence like somebody was lying and it's proof some cops messed up. Oh, look, this is, I, get, I, get, I want to read it. I want to read it verbatim. My own nigga saying, oh, you're giving out misinformation. So prosecutors plan to introduce additional evidence against Masterson uh, at the second trial, including expert testimony about how people remember traumatic events and how alcohol use affects memory. The additional testimony will assist the jury on retrial to understand common responses to perceived threats in the context of a traumatic event. That trauma survivors may experience gaps in their memory, yet also possess vivid, unforgettable, distressing memories of the event and the prominent effects of alcohol on memory function. I literally just said this. That's hilarious. So that's but, um, you don't know you're a victim. <laughs> You you can't even recall you're a victim like that's so some also, crazy shit. Also, they say there is a, at least one additional potential witness that the people intend to locate and interview regarding any observations of and or materially relevant statements made by Christina B in the course of her relationship with the defendant. So they're looking for another witness, and they're going to use an expert person to come there and say, "Hey, people have lapses in their judgment." To me, like I said, I don't know if the guy can't did they go it. both ways. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a. I don't know if that's a. a I don't know how I feel about that. No, nah, that's gay. That's some bullshit. That's straight up bullshit. Like I said, if the girls really did get done, if the, if the girls really did get done the way they saying that the girls got done, that's 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 tragic. That's horrific. I don't wish that on nobody. But I don't know. How I feel about doubling back on me just because jurors couldn't decide wholeheartedly what they wanted to do with me. So I just want to get your I, I just want to get your opinion on that. Yeah, I feel like you get the right to appeal, but you just can't appeal just off some bullshit. They so, have a, a, a case. So, I feel, damn, this is an episode all about women getting, you know, messed with and this and that. So, Kai Sinat. <laughs> so, he got drugged into to, to, uh, that type of water. Not He didn't do it, but he got drugged into it for being a guy who protects guys uh, that do it. That's what originally the statement was implying, that he was protecting a guy that did these things. Now, I spoke about it at length. I reacted to his apology video. When you see something like that, do you think he handled it the way he should have handled it, or what do you think? From what I've seen, um, he didn't know who she was talking about, unless I'm confused about something. And well, now he sent she sent pictures of him and shit like that. 
He didn't respond but, to it for a couple of days. No, nah, I, I believe. I, well, like I said, I don't know. I thought that wasn't true. I heard that he responded to her about the the name, uh, pretty quickly, and then after that, he kind of stopped responding to her. Well, no, it took a couple of days to be like, oh yeah, I know this but, guy, yada yada yada. But my point, I, my point I, I find it fishy. Like, I, it, I'll let you go through. I feel like it's like. Why does that even matter? If she found the picture of him and that's who she pointed out as the victim, I mean, as the uh, the the person that did it, like you don't really need his name. You just can go to the cops with the Instagram, like. Yeah, and I'm sure they could probably investigate and do what they got to do with that. But my thing is, the thing about it is that the only the thing that's because with her, I don't not I don't even I'm not only people like I don't really believe her um, because she did the things essentially that everybody says you should do when you're a victim. She. Went to the police. She got the kit done 24 hours after it happened. So she did all the necessary things that need to be done to, you know, solidify your case if you want to build one against somebody. So there's that. The only thing about it is it did feel kind of like a hit piece on Kai just because she was saying that, oh, I came to social media because I needed help. But when you showed the text message, you already had all the information you needed, right? You already had the name. Uh, you already had the pictures, the image of the guy. So unless you're saying you need to go to social media because the police, weren't doing nothing about it. You need pressure on the police officers because pressure on Kai, he already gave you the name. He already gave you everything. You told, you said there's assistant already called you and talked to you. So you had everything you needed before he came to social media. That's the only part that was like a little sticky. And a lot of people were bashing Kai because he was like, you know, he didn't do it immediately. He didn't say this. I look at it like this guys and girls. If you meet a person, if I met a girl today, I met her today. I don't know her. I met her today. I have a party. The next day, that girl says, hey, your best friend did this to me last night. If I was supposed to automatically be like, oh, he did? Okay, it's Bryce Neely, this, 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 this. Like, automatically. You got other best friends, nigga. <laughs> I, man, you know, you're here right now. You, you know, you're friend, right, you know, but, like, oh, yeah, he did it. This is him. Then I'm supposed to turn my back. Like, bro, I don't know if he did it. Most people, I feel like most people feel that way. Like, bro, I just met you. You saying he did this. I'm sympathetic to you. Let's figure this out. But I, they want him to just like, oh, fuck that nigga then. Here it go. He said, let me go call this motherfucker. Hey, what happened? Then his homeboy said, it didn't go down like that. So I was like, well, you're Kai. What do you do? And what he did, I feel like he the best thing he can do. All right, Y'all you got this cops. story. You got this story. I'm going to the police. Y'all let the police handle it. Because I'm not about to be in the middle of this shit. Second of all, he's multi-millionaire, big-time streamer. This girl in the text message is, is uh, kind of like claiming that you knew about it. Y'all set me up. So I was like, once you start doing like that setup shit, now you're possibly putting me in some type of line of fire of you know collusion with this guy. So I'm definitely going to step back and not talk to you. I can understand why he would never respond to her again. And why he have his lawyers. Hey, lawyers, you talk to her. I'm not talking to her. I don't know if people don't understand that, that logic behind it. Because I, I completely understand why you wouldn't want to communicate with this girl. If she's alluding to you setting her up. Alluding. And in, in, in the interview she did with this other guy, Lil Boom, she alluded to the guy filmed it. And he, I know he's, I, he had to have sent it to his group it. message. I know he sent it to the group message. Okay, okay you're saying all this shit. You remember saying I'm 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 colluding in the, in your rape. So let me just take a step back. I can't do this. I I know people say this and it could be cliche at this point, but other people fuck up how I feel about these situations, bro. We've seen H3H3 try to get a woman on there about fresh and fit. We've seen these people try to get people on here that actively lie and make up stories. This just seemed like this person did it in the moment. Like this person got some shit going in the moment versus like, oh, let me tell up a lie and make up a lie. And I I I, I, I'm not saying that's what happened with her. It's just like at this point, when you see so many people get a little bit of notoriety and you can be liked or unliked, but 
it just seemed that these stories always tend to pop up and uh more recently with the youtubers it seemed to be a lot of bullshit stuff but especially with the actually trying to involve Kai into the situation it just seemed like that shit was a stretch but i don't know man i it's i also have another hot take bro uh-oh I, I, I and fuck all the fucking context and all the what the fuck the con not the context but fuck all the uh Double what do you call this over explaining the, I don't know what the word is but I think I know what you're talking about. Whenever you like go into like over explaining it before you get into it, but bro, a girl, where was her friends, bro? You get drunk, you get so drunk. At some people's that you really don't know, like this is your first time being invited. Oh, you pulling the Andrew Tate route? You victim blaming? Hot take, bro. I just think, as a man, I'm I'm more speaking to men, bro. If you see a woman out by herself partying, getting fucked up, that's bad. Stay away. That's bad trouble, bro. Most women go out with other women. Most women not gonna get fucked up and be by themselves, bro. Like that in itself. That shit was sus to me, but like I said, I, the truth gonna come out because she went to the hospital. Yeah. If that nigga did it, he gonna get caught and whatever happens gonna happen. But it just, that shit's weird to me, bro. That shit's some hella sus shit. And I know Kai told her to stay and all that, but my thing is as a woman in this day and age with people supposed to be so toxic and all this shit, how are you putting yourself in them situations, bro? And it, it just, it's annoying, I ain't gonna lie to you. How do you feel that You're comfortable to get that drunk? Victim? How do you? I don't. I don't care, bro. How do you feel that comfortable getting drunk by yourself around people you don't know? It just that's weird, bro. That's weird, bro. Getting fucked up to a point that you can't get your to get home safely, like this. And I, I don't know what I'm not. You saying, see, the thing is, because I could put that same thing in context to like, and people wouldn't be mad at me for saying like, I, this is how I say. I got a daughter. I'm going to tell my daughter, don't do this. Don't do this. Like you saying, don't go get drunk with motherfuckers and go back to their crib and then don't do that. Don't go to a party with your when your friends leave and you stay. No, you go with your motherfucking friends. And if my daughter get assaulted, of course I'm going to be by her side until whatever, whatever. And I'm not going to be in a room with her like, I told you you should never stay with her. I'm not going to do none of that. But I'm going to try to prevent it at all costs. I do it myself. We talk about this all the time on this podcast. I don't go to the gas station at night when there's motherfuckers sitting outside the gas station because I ain't trying to get robbed. I ain't saying the motherfuckers going to rob me. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, not saying walking it. around and doing this and doing it like this. I'm not walking down dark ass alleys. I don't even like going to, to clubs and parties because I don't know what the fuck they, I see shootings every week. Niggas be shooting and all that shit. I went to the Future concert and I was like, let me get the fuck, let me order the Uber before we get the fuck out of because I'm not, you never know what happens. It's a lot of people, it's a lot of shit. You don't know who like who. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. So, yeah, there's a lot of preventative measures. You can call it victim blame, whatever, whatever. You just have sympathy for the person. But like I said, I'll put it in context of, I'm going to tell my daughter these things. Don't do this around these people. Don't do this. Don't act this way. Don't do yada, yada, yada. And if she don't listen and something happened to her, I'm not going to be like, well, if you fucking, I told your ass, don't do it. But I'm going to be like, you know, hey, come on. Come on. It just... It's, no, don't it's put hella scary irresponsible, friend, bro. Put, put smart friend. Don't put scary friend. Smart friend. That's it's a lot of hella, niggas die because they think they they think they untouchable. They think they whatever indestructible. They can do whatever they want to do. That's the same niggas that get robbed. They get killed. They get beat up. All that shit. They can do. They can do whatever the fuck they want. You go to a gas station at late at night and this motherfucker sitting outside. You thinking I'm about to just pump my gas on pump eleven and they run up on your ass, start shooting. 
Good luck to you, big brother. Fill up your goddamn gas tank before you go out at night. If you're going out, it's a late night, and you leave at 6 o'clock, you know you're going to be out to 2 o'clock in the morning, and that gas look a little low, go fill that motherfucker up right now while the lights is out still, while the sun is still shining. Don't wait till oh, it's 2 a.m. Fuck it, let's go. No. You don't know who the fuck follows you home from the club. You don't know who the fuck's sitting around the corner of the gas station. Be smart. The same thing that my mm. professor told me, he said, a lot of you motherfuckers, y'all get to the grocery stores, y'all get in your car, y'all want to sit in the car, lollygag, bullshit, bullshit, y'all can do all that, check the phone shit later. Get in your car, lock the door, get the fuck out of there, because you don't know what's going to happen to you. You don't know who was watching you in the store, you don't know who just seen you pay for $300 worth of shit, you don't know what's going on. Get in the car, lock the door, and drive the fuck out before you do any touch your phones, doing all that type of shit. Yeah. Especially if you're a woman. Especially if you don't have protection. And Yeah, I mean, so many other different things. It just... It just speaks to irresponsible, like, shit nature in a lot of people. Then it's like, especially women, bro. Like, I know we get in this free world and things like that, but how in the same breath can y'all say men ain't shit, men so toxic, and then be so comfortable doing that? And I'm not saying what happened didn't happen to her. I'm not saying she lying or anything like that. I'm just saying a lot of these women be putting themselves in these situations, and it's unfortunate it could have been avoided. That's all. It could have been avoided. And if that dude did that, he's fucking nasty as hell. Did I just cut out? I feel like you I... like you turned down a little bit, but it's all good. What the fuck? But yeah, I don't know. Bryce yeah. hate women. I, I think I think what you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying. Like I said, people always take it out of context, like you're victim blaming. I get what you're saying. Obviously, when the girl gets done, that shit she's hella done, irresponsible. You're gonna feel you're bro. gonna feel sympathy for her for getting a date. I'm like. Well, bitch, you shouldn't. Have. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, no, I don't think you're saying this. Then you're like, well, bitch, well, you knew what you was doing. You got yourself there. It's just like, you know, for future references, people, hey, let's not do this. These things aren't yeah. safe. These things aren't smart. Especially people you don't know. Especially people you don't know. We see that we see to happen to people who they do know. So don't be around people you don't know. And yeah, this guy, if he did, he's a piece of shit. Send his ass away to prison. If I hated women, I'd tell them to keep getting drunk by themselves and say, fuck it, yellow. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. I'm actually you trying to care. help them. You wouldn't be... care what happens to the safety of them. And I get it. The thing the thing that's so stupid about that conversation, too, is you say that or we say that and people be like, well, women should be able to do whatever they want to do. Y'all can do whatever. Like I just told you. No, I don't know do what the can. fuck I want to do. Who can do I what see... they want to do? No one. Not even rich people. They getting fucked up, too. They getting robbed. No they, taking, they taking Rolexes off wrist on Rodeo Drive in L.A. What do you mean? Like people, Everybody getting done bad. Rich I saw rappers, some, some guy, some guy, this this club DJ, whatever. I don't know if he's a strip club DJ, or rapper. I don't know what he was. Last year, he left the club late night. They pulled him to a gas station. Like I said, niggas like to go to gas stations at two o'clock in the morning and chill. Niggas pulled up on him. He had a nice car. They shot the car up. He died. Like I said, I'm not gonna blame. I'm not gonna be like, damn, this dumbass nigga shouldn't went to the gas station. I'm just be like, hey, look at what's going on. These people, these these criminals, they don't give a fuck. Don't get an opportunity to even put you in a situation where something can happen to you. Mm. I can't do nothing about the guy who got killed. I can't do nothing about the young lady that got raped. It's a sad story. But I could try to, you know, hey, people out there who ain't been done wrong, follow these steps. Don't do this. Don't do that. So, but it always gets tied into, you just want to control what women do. It's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to protect you. Because I, I know it's egregious people out here. I know it's trifling people out here. Everybody got boundaries because nobody's infallible. Like everybody, men, Ooh, that's bro. A nice word. Nobody's infallible. <laughs> and men, bro, you you can think you the biggest, baddest boy. There's always somebody bigger. There's always somebody that's gonna knock your block off. Kids, bro, you can't be out here just be lollygagging. It's bro. Um, what NJ said, bro. It's always successful people getting in trouble. 
And this kind of speak on it too. If people got value, bro, you got to protect it because there's always people out there looking to take your value. And richer and successful people, they're even more, especially in this victim shit, especially in this like handout like world that we in, people always looking for a come up. People always looking for how can I basically leech off this person's success. So it's even more apparent in this era. And even back in the day, that used to be a thing. But that shit going to happen, bro. You got value, bro. And people want to extract that shit for themselves, bro. And you're going to see all type of people thirsty to say it. I mean, to get it. I hate that nigga Trail, man. I hate that. Bro, Trail, Trail I hate haters. That nigga, I hate him so much. They hate, he hate us because he ain't us. And it's okay. Golly, that nigga say he struggled to say that word. But like, like you said, like famous people, I can tell famous people stop doing shit, stupid shit. You men, stop being around these women that can adventure. Da, da, da. If you a successful man and you know you ain't supposed to be somewhere you're supposed to be, take your motherfucking ass home. Like, oh, no that's bullshit. not fun. That ain't no this. Bullshit. No, go home. We you don't got to go we... to the after after party. You ain't got to go to the people's hotels and be t- ten girls and. Uh, 20 niggas. No, you let they stay. You want to go with the you want to be 20 niggas deep with 10 girls? That look like a recipe for disaster. I'm not gonna be there. I'm gonna take my ass to my hotel room. And if something happened with y'all niggas in the morning, that's on y'all. I ain't gonna be in there. They ain't gonna be able to say, let's say, I don't know why I thought about Kevin Hart, but Kevin Hart caught in a room where a woman was, no, no, you're gonna attach my name to shit. At least it was at least that was legal. He just got in trouble because he was married. Like at least he was with two bitches. They were private. At least it wasn't like no allegations. And they said that nigga, they filmed him. And try to extort his ass. Well, now nah, he kind of he, he ain't gonna lie. He was having a little too fun. He knew they was recording. <laughs> he looked that camera dead. Nah, that nigga put on the show. <laughs> he was having a little too much fun. He was having a little too much fun, bro. But it's 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 sad, man. You know, people get but, yeah, and, and, especially way like to start your new year off like that. That's gotta be trash. Like, goddamn, starting yeah. your year like that is like you gonna just assume yeah. this off. If you feel about the karmic energy in the world, like your year is just about to be the worst year of your life. <laughs> so, Kyson yeah. that nigga alone, man. He he don't know what the fuck to do. He's like, what do I do? I don't know what the fuck to do. And he reacted in a way this hey, anybody else would probably react. If a girl yeah. told me, "Hey, Bryce did this," and I just met you, I'm like, "Hold on, I gotta go talk to Bryce." And then when he tell me something else, all right, let the I'm let the police handle it. You say he did yeah. this. He said this happened. Bryce, you my guy, but we gotta let the police figure this yeah, out. Yeah, and we, we, one shit. thing about it with Kai too, we don't know his story. Kai could have seen had eyes on that dude. Kai could have remember talking to him at the end of the night as a recap, like everybody go home, we kicking it, we chilling. I was, I might have seen him and had, felt his vibe, and I felt like nothing was. He might have his own perspective on the night that we don't know, because he didn't give his like he didn't give only reason we know her side of the story because she told it. Kai didn't give her side of the story. Kai didn't give his side of the story. Kai didn't say what his friend said. So. We really don't know what, even how Kai feel about the situation, to be honest. But I think he handled it right, bro. I think he handled it right. But I uh, think what do you tell? Once he once he told he said I went to the police and the lawyers. I was like, hey, you can't so, argue with that. I mean, I always felt it risky him throwing parties in his house. But should he not be throwing big parties? Should he not be living his life? He's the number one YouTuber. Can well, you he just do not have fun? Airbnb? Um, okay, so but just in that same case, be, should he be you hosting some shit? Like I said, it's hard to say that because, like, damn, niggas just want to have fun. Like, we can't just have fun mm. without somebody ruining the night. Not the girl, allegedly the guy, but because everything would have went right with that night except for that situation. Because it seemed like that's the only situation that took place or will be heard of. 
So I was like, don't be like, oh, if you're famous, don't ever party with anybody you don't know. Only party with hey. your sister, your cousins, your uncle. Like, don't party with nobody you don't know. But I see, like you said, he just he literally just met this girl. How many other people did he invite to the party that he just met doesn't know? So you got all these people around you you don't know. Who knows what could happen? I'm about to be funny. I see the eccentric wisdom of Joe Button and why he only uh, likes strip uh, and why he only likes hanging with strippers. <laughs> it's like, bro, let's get some women that we know that's about this life. And if we're gonna throw some parties and we're gonna have some fun, bro. Let's be around some strippers that this is their lifestyle. Let's not have no girls that act a certain way or whatever. I, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying like th- that's how he liked to have fun because that's like the most secure in the sense that he, I mean, obviously strippers set niggas up and all this other shit. So Man, it's never saying, perfect. Hang out, hang out with the girls, you know, it's actually at the club in the throne, shaking their ass. Then the girls on Instagram. Well, then that's not even... you, can't, you can't assume the girl that's shaking ass on Instagram is like that when she get around you personally. So you around the girls that you know do it. So that's what you do. And let's be real. I'm not saying this happened. I'm just giving a, a, a one-off scenario. What if she was teasing? What if she was drunk and, and she just regretted some shit because it was a nigga she don't really know? And she just was like, fuck it. I ain't fucking cop. Like, she kind of mentioned it. She's like, I would never fuck him or nothing like that. I'm not saying she fuck, did. She's like, I would have fucked you. Yeah. I, I would. So, it would, like, she, I'm not, like I said, I'm not really trying to get into that. I'm just saying, in the world, she's drinking. She's that girl by herself. She could have been the girl throwing ass, flirting with everybody. Cause we know girls that be that drunk and whatever. And then like when the when the when the soberness come down, they like oh whatever. That's it's, it's a possibility. So you can't even like it. I really don't know. Is what I'm trying to come up to a conclusion as far as like how do you have fun, bro? How do you have fun when you got all that success? Do you do you prioritize that? Do you have everybody sign NDAs like? Do you only have like kickbacks? Like that's probably something. But not I would even do. that. Do you just go to club? Like do you just go to live? Like I know at live party, 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 have a good time, and then after live, well, they I'm be going robbing back home. people and shit though. That's like no, you don't that, wanna... that, well, that that there's that aspect, right? But like I would assume if Kyle and them go to live, like you're gonna have hella security waiver your side. Like, you got to move right when you go there. But I'm saying as far as like how to have fun, you can't really have these parties where it's like anybody there. You hear about the shit all the time in L.A. Chris Brown, I think it was last year, he invited a bunch of people. A girl said somebody at Chris Brown house raped her, but at Chris Brown party. Do you know this girl? Nope, but you want to have fun. Fuck it. Invite the big booty bitch from Instagram. Invite the little big titty, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, you, what do you do? Bro, it's it, honestly, as a successful man, bro, you're playing a dangerous game when women can just make up accusations because you got the, the girls that always complain about the bad flyout trips. You got girls that complain about all type of shit. Like you said, you said, well, we both said how to like, you know, certain things happen. You tell people, hey, you should do this to prevent shit. Bro, we've been knowing about gold diggers. We've been knowing about women that lie about dudes or lie on dudes to get dudes in trouble for the longest. But men want to have fun. You're going to meet a woman. She seems cool. She come off as cool. But she like they know who you are. Like yeah. these people be knowing who you are. So if these people got some type of questionable character or morals, like, bro, like, it could flip. They could flip on you in a, a drop of a dime, and yeah, it could be same, people getting in like their ear the or same, anything. The same conversation like, you can have for women, like, "Hey, don't be drunk around this thing." Same way I can say to a celebrity nigga, "Hey, I know it's probably cool." Like I said, there might be this big booty bitch that pull up after the show. Like she's like, "Oh, I love you." Shake her ass. You're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go fuck her." Maybe it's not the best decision for you. You don't know what her, she might rob your ass. She might take the condom like and this. try to put it in. She might, you know, who knows what she gonna do? What's frustrating is like. People got to just stop like playing in certain games like this ain't certain people like people want to live this party lifestyle, bro. But 
why like what what's the purpose of drinking a lot and going to be to show your best clothes to look your best like you go to peacock because you know the opposite sex gonna be there like people be getting fucked up to go have fun and do some shit right like most people just don't like but i feel like maybe we got these people that just go out and take pictures and stuff like that or i don't know flirt do shit do other type of shit but my reason of saying this is like girls be fucked up dudes be fucked up they be teasing each other all type of shit be going on it's like that's that environment bro like what do y'all expect is gonna happen with a bunch of drunk people like a, so say trey songs or not this is fuck that not trey songs say a, a, a rich celebrity like chris brown or anybody else bro women shooting they shot at him he get fucked up like how the baby was kissing the women in the mouth like obviously it looked crazy obviously it looked crazy but this man is the uh, the peak most women try him he drunk obviously you're in a red carpet so it's a different situation but imagine you in your section imagine you at your house or your airbnb airbnb all these women on you you getting drunk you you assuming they drunk and it's like you let your guard down and you thinking oh shit, let's have some fun you're not thinking fucked up because you're drunk you thinking like let's have sex let's do this it's three bitches on me uh whatever but these women drunk they with you it's like you what you think he gonna do same with like a woman that get flown out by a rich dude what you think he want to do you get drunk with him and all this shit. what you thought he just wanted to talk it's just i don't know man and then these dudes put they said now these dudes look like they're in a bad situation but it's like i don't know bro and this damn age is scary bro it's scary bro it's scary it seems like you can't do shit. yeah i mean hey it's a, it's a life you you know <clears throat> I was gonna say, oh, just hang out with people that got shit to lose too. Like if you don't go to if you're a celebrity, only party with celebrities. That's all I can think of. That's the only only thing I can think of is party with people who got something to lose too. Because everybody there, I feel like, is a little cautious. But sometimes when you party with other celebrities, Tori they invite the randoms. They invite the randoms. Oh, yeah, or Tori and Meg. That's shit like that happened. Or or supposedly offset with the, he was around other people that's you know. Let me take of, off. Of, yeah, take off with my bad. They was a they was around, you know. The mob ties and shit like that. You would think he was around wealthy people, bro. Just end up around some hooligans. But you see what happens? You around this is what this always happens. You around the wealthy people, but then some of the wealthy people bring in the people that don't got a lot to lose, and that's don't typically where the the trouble happens. If it was just like Jay Prince Jr., Jazz Prince, Quavo would take off, and let's say Zero, Slim Thug, Paul Wall, whatever, whatever, that wouldn't happen because all them niggas got something to lose. But when you got niggas who, who Niggas who are around these celebrities and they going back to the hood after this happens, they don't give a damn. They just pop, fuck it, I'm shooting. Bro. And then you get people that die. And that's what happens. Only fun you can have is at the Jay-Z brunch, bro. It's the only thing you can go to, bro. Rock Nation brunch, that's all you can do. That's the, go to the Rock you know Nation brunch. Safe. Go to the Rock Nation brunch. Go to the Clive Davis Grammys after party where you know everybody from the Grammys going to be there. Every famous motherfucker you know. That's it. And then go home. And then, like, Man, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin bro. Hart, you, Party with your friends, with your homeboys, the, the Plastic Cup boys, and then they wives, and take your motherfucking ass home. Like, Bro. I see Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey be going out to the Mafi Coast in Italy. He be with Magic Johnson and his wife. LL Cool J, his wife. Just go hang out with the people who, got, who married. Go yeah, ahead and get married. Solo, hang out with the married crowd. A solo player life, or like you said, hang out with people you know solidified. And it's just like... Bro, you you just gotta vet. It's so many women in the world, bro. You gonna be able to find women that you can chill with, and instead of just going out in the club with these drunk randoms, like 
just gotta be smarter, bro. Just gotta be smarter, man. I was looking at something. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Is this dead? What's this? What is some oh cap? I don't know what they, I don't know what that means. Big got killed leaving the award show. Um, after party with all celebs. Um, he got killed. I said we said at the party with people. He didn't get killed at the party with the celebs. He he left and got killed. I didn't say you couldn't. We already said you could get. Bryce literally just said, I said, hey, go to the club. He said, you can get robbed after the club. So, yeah, he got killed after. He wasn't at a party with P. Diddy, this person, that person, and they killed him uh, in the party with all celebrities. He got killed when they left the party. When the elements are outside. Yeah, the elements outside will kill you. Yes. Not saying that won't yeah. happen. Yeah, I move like the president, bro. People going to be around you. They got to be vetted. You got to know that for sure. And, and even like that, let's because you know niggas want to debunk shit. Well, back in the day, at the at, at this war show, they were shooting, but that's an anomaly. The the more chances of you going out into the public with other people and killing you than being around a bunch of celebrities, the the chances are a lot higher outside in, in the real world. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a nasty. That's what Hollywood make Hollywood so nasty in itself. You got a bunch of people wanting to see fame. You got a bunch of people just wanting to be around family. You got famous people that live a very fast lifestyle. They don't really value regular people. They don't maybe not value opposite sex. You go to these parties, it be random women around these people, bro, and all type of shit. Like I, I just, I'm just speaking to like I'm just imagining how it's so easy for years of like these different parties of women actually going to have sex or or getting fucked over or getting high as hell, getting drunk as hell. And just because they're around famous people, some certain models and shit like that. And it's like some of them probably got raped and no one believed them because it's like it's a bunch of other women that's going out there and having sex and living up the lifestyle. It's just it's such a nasty culture. Like it breathes so much just like filth from like people not being believed to people actually being molested. I mean, I guess that was a little part of the Me Too movement, but. You gotta think like let's say the Bill Cosby shit was real. Like it was some women that probably wanted to do that shit, then it was probably some women that didn't. And that just speaks to the culture of like, think about it. A celebrity dude, oh, some bitches around, let's get drunk, let's get y'all fucked up. Where's the cosmic? What's the difference? What's the difference? That that that's that's the, two, the thing too with like with let's the homie get y'all too super fucked up. It's it's always and people look at this, oh you did oh women, this could the but it's like in a certain way, they pacify certain women, right? And I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Like with Harvey Weinstein, for instance. Like, yes, he's a Hollywood producer. He does what to do what to have sex with people. Using your power to have sex is bad, but like most people are going to look at that like, oh, you didn't have that sex with him for that role. So people are going to look at it a little bit differently. Like they're going to put some blame on a girl. That's not victim blame. People are going to be like, well, you, you did fuck him for that role. Is he, a, is he a piece of shit for using his leverage? Yes, but a lot of people are going to feel it's bad for you. Now, like I said, with Bill Cosby, if you're talking about like, getting drugged or you're getting anybody or just anybody where you got getting drugged people look at that like oh you dry, drugged you got weight but like when it's like oh you want to be in titanic three you gotta fuck me yeah he's a pig piece of shit but you got down and you know and, and, dick. but let's be real there's probably it's, plenty because you also got think there's plenty of plenty other women, of women he probably offered it to that didn't do it and that's, said, that's not only titanic bitch Fuck the offer. Women would be like i'll fuck him for a roll i'll fuck him for a bag we see women be like ah let me be next R. Kelly, bitch. Like, we see women still don't give a fuck, and we see what they, like, the, supposedly what he did. Like, 
And then we know a woman be like, bro, I don't I don't give a fuck. He rich, I fuck him for a bag. I'd rather cry in a I'd rather cry with a Birkin in a Bentley than in a Honda. So it's women to be like, oh, wait, he, he, I can I got access to him. He could give me Hollywood role. Hell yeah, yeah that's the too. That's that's a good point because people be like, oh, men say this. No, there's women that'll say, oh, he put that bitch in Titanic three. Fuck it, I'll suck his dick too. People will say that. I feel like even. I don't know. I don't want to put nothing on her. I feel like Sukiana said something like that at some point, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe just throwing something on her name. I don't know if she said that, but she said something. I feel like she said something along those lines about somebody at one point, but I don't put but, that and, allegedly. And, I don't know if she and said then exactly. there's the Then there's a situation with Mariah Carey. Supposedly, she was in a limousine with a top dude, and everybody could see that they visibly like, did something sexual because her hair messed up, and they was assuming that she got oral sex. And right after that, she shot off to the top. Did she get coerced into doing that? Or was she fine with doing that? Because some people were saying she that wasn't the only person she did it with. Same with Kim Kardashian. Her mama signed up for the shit. And who knows if Kim, obviously she's a daughter, so she could be easily manipulated by her mom. But Kim Kardashian was willing to sleep her way to the top. And I, I'm not going to say it's the craziest thing in the world. But and then play no, victim, I guess, along the way. To a degree. Yeah, when you, when you think about later on. Um, but yeah, I mean, bro, that's something that's been done for his, historically. Like a, a woman marrying a top dude, I mean, technically, like she slept away to the top. Like I'm being funny, but it, I, I don't even know how disgusting it is. I'm just saying, I I know that leads to like a lot of the nastiness because it's like plenty of women where, yeah, I do that. So another dude, he might use that as some game. Yeah, that, okay, like, yeah, I'm a let producer. me break it down. That's that's you could treat. That's that's the same. The the women. Although, like I said, using your power, you could be looked at as a pig piece of shit. But all the women that willingly took those roles from Harvey made him feel like, oh, shit, any bitch will take a thing. That's when he pressed the issue on other women. And then he did actually rape some other women. So, like I said, he's already been taken down for that. I don't know what his sentencing is going to be for that. But in those instant situations, people look at it like, no, I won't put this on. Say Gwyneth Paltrow, you suck the dick to be in Titanic. It's like, you want me to feel bad for you? A lot of people won't feel bad for you. Yeah. But like I said, you will feel bad for the girl who got drugged. We'll feel bad for the girl who got raped, but be like said no to the role and then he just raped her anyway. Yeah, we'll feel bad for them. But a lot of people don't feel bad for people that, that did it because you don't have to do it. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's pretty much uh that that one. So I don't know. We got anything else? Um I going? want the laugh. I, I want the laugh about Lubby Smith because people was like, oh, he got fired. Um, off of only being there for a year essentially, and I mean, what y'all think he was gonna have a winning record? But they were trying to make it seem like it was racist. But I really want to laugh because they lost the first overall pick, and I'm like, that's why they really fired him. It's like, bro, you had one job, and but even, even with that, it's like they, they, lost the, they lost the number one pick to Chicago, and you would assume, like, it could be wrong, but you would assume that Chicago's gonna get stick with else. stick with Kyle Fields, and they're probably gonna take Jalen Carter. Or Will Will Anderson from Alabama? You're gonna assume that, so you yeah. still could get Bryce Young. Me, like I, said, I don't watch college football, but just all pure size and skill, I would probably rather the Texans take um, the guy from Ohio State, the six three two twenty guy, CJ Stroud, instead of the five eleven one eighty. You know, uh, fucking Bryce Young. He may be good. I don't know, but I rather no, them I'm take the bigger, Young. sturdier guy. I, like I, said, I don't know. I don't watch. They both was Heisman runner ups or whatever the fuck. They both cold. I mean, I think. Bryce Young won the Heisman, right? Or the yeah. Max Williams won the Heisman? He won it. He, he won, won this year. year. Caleb or Bryce? I think Caleb won it from USC. Won it this year. I think year, Caleb right? won it. Yeah. Okay. So you know, um, I, mean, I don't think Caleb, it's racist. I do think I, I I think it's like I I think you can maybe be like maybe last year they only hired Lovey Smith 
because what was going around with that Brian Flores guy, right? When the whole Dolphins, oh no, let's hire <laughs> black coaches. Oh, let's hire this black coach. Fuck it, Lovey Smith, you got the job. And then now they got an excuse. Oh, we sucked. Fire. I'm like, bro, you knew he was gonna suck. Houston Texans. I'm trying to think in my head. We have no like name recognition player that I can think of. I, who's our name recognition player that plays the Texans? Do we even have a Pro Bowler this year? Brandon Cooks. That, okay, that's the only name recognition player we got, and it's like that he don't got a quarterback. So what the fuck he really do? We have no player that's like, you know, maybe he's an, maybe we got an offensive lineman like Laramie Tunsil. Well, our running back is good. Yeah, he's a rookie. He did good. Yeah, okay. But he's still not a yeah, household name. He's not Derrick Henry. He's not Josh Jacobs. He's not, you know, any of these people. Yet, he could be, possibly, maybe, potentially. But, you know, I don't know I don't know if it's racist. I think people just, you know, they fire a black guy. They get this guy. Like I said, go out there. They got the second Knowing pick. Knowing the Texans the is racist. They got, the, <laughs> they got the second pick. They got the 12th pick. They could pick up some pieces to get them started, you know? If I was in this, what I'd do. You pick up Bryce to say Bryce Young. Say Bryce Young is the best quarterback. Cool. Pick up Bryce Young. And I would say maybe pick up a receiver if the, if, if the receivers are good at 12. I don't know what the fuck else they need. And then suck again next year and get a top pick again and probably get something on defense, get a DN. Like, you know, y'all got David Clowney before. Y'all got J.J. Y. Y'all got Mario Edwards. And then go, get the defense better. So that's all I, get, that's all I can offer. As, yeah, no, nah, I ain't going to lie. Advice. I'm kind of high on Bryce Young. I ain't going to lie. I'm kind of high on Bryce Young. I think he uh, – he – he like Russell Wilson in his prime, like when he was in his prime, but smarter, and like can do more in the pocket. Like I, I haven't seen enough from C.J. Stroud to be honest. Like Ohio State was a powerhouse, whatever, whatever. But that boy, that boy Bryce Young looked different, and I know his size is gonna be a problem. Well, we gonna fuck around and pick uh, Will Levis from Kentucky, the white boy from Kentucky, <laughs> six no one four. Does. 215 pounds. He going to be a bust while Bryce Young become the next up-and-coming dude. Because I think it's How like you, it's either us or the Colts going to get somebody. The Colts trying to come back in, in a major way. But they get Bryce Young and he go on to be the best. But it's it's so many quarterbacks. I feel like even with CJ Stroud, I probably had to look into some more film. He might, we might be all right. Five quarterbacks are supposed to go from what I see people projected. Supposed to be Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis from Kentucky, Anthony something from Florida, and I forgot the other guy. So they stay about five probably. We'll go to the NFL draft next year. But we'll see. I mean, not no slouch. I think he uh, over the he had 8,000 yards, 89 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions or some shit like that in the past two or three seasons or something like that. So. Yeah, he probably decent. I honestly ain't watched him enough like I watched Bryce Young. But uh, how you feel about um, Patrick Clark being able to produce the million-dollar bond? Well, with that, it's like you, I don't know. If, you don't need to get a million. You can do 100000 maybe. Like I said, it's a lot I can of be money, naive. man. That's I can be yeah, naive. No, no. I can be it's naive. 10%. No, I'm, saying, I'm talking about as far as like – because I know everybody's conspiracy is, you know, Jay Prince, Jay Prince Jr. got him out. But like – who knows? Like maybe his grandma put a house up for collateral, or like I don't know how he got out. Some another story was going around saying it was a mystery man or a mystery concerned citizen that got him out. Like I don't know. That's I, saw a lot of money. I saw a Milagro post that he used the same bail bonds company that Japers Jr. used a couple of years ago when he got out. But it's like, I mean, we're in Houston. How many bail bondsmen? Like I don't know how many bail bondsmen are there. Is it a coincidence? A fucking just, lot. I mean, I'm saying like, is it a coincidence? Or just like they use this bail bondsman, like. 
you know, maybe that's the one next to the courthouse. Maybe that's one got the best, the best offers, the best deals. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Jay that's a lot of fucking money. Out, if Jay Prince them did get him out, it's like, does that mean they're liable? You know, then in people's mind, if Jay Prince Jr. got him out, does that mean he's complicit in takeoff's death or something, or is it just like? That was my guy. Shit went left, and you know what he did. It was unfortunate, but you know, it happened. Now, if he got him out, that looks a little questionable, especially. Uh, so, like, let's put it reverse. Let's say he did. Let's it. say D Friend Daily blows up. I have a party, private party. I bring Quavo, takeoff, yada yada yada. Um, people get into altercation. People start shooting. You shoot back in response to people shooting. You shoot Quavo, takeoff. Am I supposed to be like, oh, fuck Bryce? Because I think people are going to think I set them up or it's like, you my guy. So why the fuck would I get you out of prison? Because I know you didn't maliciously do it. I knew because they said that their case is self-defense. And depending on what the video shows, if you get shot at, like I said, I don't know the Texas laws down to the T, but if you can, if you think you're getting shot at, could you shoot back if there's actually guns going off? I don't know. Because I don't think he, so. my, my thing is, I don't think that he, like, I'm about to kill takeoff. I don't think that's how it went. I'm, just, I'm about to shoot takeoff net. I don't think that's how it went. Um. I, I didn't know but, they was going know. for self-defense. Yeah, his, his people going for self-defense. Oh, no. CJ Shaw, nice. I'm looking at the stats. He nice as hell. That's what I'm saying. Over 70% completion. What's the difference between yeah. them is just, I think CJ Shaw got the bigger the bigger body, which probably do better in the NFL as far as, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever long term. If he can keep up 71 completion rating or 66 completion rating along with, he got 44 touchdowns and six interceptions in another year, 41 touchdowns, six interceptions. If he can do that, He'll be a fucking star. Even if he could do 40 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, yeah. he'll be a fucking star. So uh, yeah, I, I might be wrong on CJ Stroud. And I, I would agree with you. If he if they close as far as being accurate, knowing how to read a defense and shit like that, yeah, you take the size. Yeah. You take the size. How you feel about um Mr. Dr. Strange, Mr. Cumberbatch family being tied to some big old slave money? It's just a white like I don't know like people are making a big deal about that. It's like he's a white guy. I assume a lot of white people have like slave ties somewhere at some point. But supposedly, I think it's still running. Are they still doing slavery? I don't, I don't know if it's the slavery, but I, I, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me. I gotta go look it up. But even in that, what do I feel about like his I family. His family's doing it in their, His family be a piece shit, but like, is he like profiting from it? Is he like, actively like a part of the? The, the the plantation slave thing, but if he's just like I'm, bitch, I'm just out here doing Doctor Strange movies. I don't know if it's slaves right now. I don't know if he got slaves on. I just know he was like, um, I know that the um, that the business is maybe still booming. Let me see. Newly appointed com- city commissioner, New York, Stacy Cumberbatch told New York Times last week that grandfather owned ancestors on the 18th century sugar plantation in Barbados. They are related to the newspaper noted, if not by blood, then by geographic geography and the complicated history of the slave trade. Let me see. I'm trying to see. Does it get into such parental advice to cite uneasily with the notion of undoing past wrongs, the lies at the heart of transitional justice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's not him. It's just oh, I'm reading. It's just his ancestors had a slave plantation, and I guess in the Caribbean they're like locating families that had slaves and put possibly putting reparation claims on them. As far as that goes, like I get how a family who had slaves could, um, 
a family who had slaves, how like, okay, now you probably benefited off that in your life going forward. But do I think that if you in the 1800s, your family had slavery and you're now in the 2000s, should you have to pay that? No. Should the government, you know, you got to argue about the government. Should the people exactly from that lineage who never had slaves, even though they benefited from possible slavery, have to pay? I don't know how I feel about that. See, only the only reason I feel a certain type of way is because I believe Cumberbatch has a brother that's also successful, but and now he has a, a his sister is also a New York City commission. So them being highly successful and and the ranks high in this society, I'm pretty sure it's built off the backs of slaves. Like from a connection, and that's, this can be taken a leap, but the connections they may have had and things like that. It's it's not no coincidence. Not only he's in a, a place of power, but his sister and I believe other family members is as well. And I think that's a direct reflection because it didn't say they just they made okay. They made a fortune. So them making a fortune. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I, I think they owe reparations directly out their pockets. It just depends on how much a fortune is. But them making a fortune directly led to their success. And then what is a fortune? What is a fortune? They should be, if, if anything, they got to do 10 times what they said Kyrie had to do. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Who knows? How's that false news? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I think he's want to troll you, man. That's how you delete that nigga comments. I said, damn, what he say to you? He was what like, you, where the real podcast is at? Man, get off my dick. <laughs> he wanted to do a podcast. What you do? You playing a game or you doing a, a thing? I was doing a stream. Uh but anyway, I want to let, let's. Let, ain't not really else to really talk. I want to close it out with my experience at the Future concert. Um, what I can say is Future is a good performer. Future, what he, whatever Future does is perform. Like, he like that there, lady. He's not a great dancer and all that type of shit, but he keep the crowd engaged. The smoke, the fire, the this, the that. It was all good. It was entertaining. I liked it. I thought Future. Did, that was, I ain't been to a concert in, in so long. That was like the he longest was, time. I went to the Lil Wayne concert like when I was like 12 and then the Future concert. So I can say that. Future, great. Lil Durk, I didn't know Lil Durk was going to be there. I thought it was going to be Tribute Red and Future. Lil Durk was great as well. So the one thing I can say is the way we critique music and things of that nature, I can see now how it is looked at as a lens of like just looking at the internet. Because if I tell you people in real life how they react to certain songs, like the reaction that a guy like it's levels, obviously it's levels between the future to ESTG, but like the reaction these people get when I'm looking at people and they know the worst, of all these songs that you could consider B sides off. I'm like, Oh, people really fuck with these people. And obviously mm-hmm. they're paying customers. So you would assume they fuck with these people, but the it's reaction a, in real life is a lot different. It, it, yeah. The reaction in real life is different than like, man, like 10, 20,000 people, I believe was probably yeah. there. The reaction in real life is insane. And then they was this playing a little friend. shit like, I want to, who's that? You're telling me you falling out of love. <laughs> That's how it was, though, for real. <laughs> Come on, future. <laughs> that was but nah, that, I was singing on my street. I was straight singing on my shit, though. And you don't really realize that you think the music's so loud when you singing and you filming. You don't think it's going to be picked up, but that shit picks up when he was doing wait for you. I was fucking singing like a motherfucker. When they did uh love you better, I was singing like a motherfucker. But concerts are fun. And I was sitting in a good ass spot too. Like there was like I was like in the stands, right? 
but I was right there by the stage. You got the motherfuckers that's standing up. I ain't doing that standing up shit just because stage. Some of us in there standing up for like, because it started at seven. Future didn't get on to like 11. Motherfuckers standing there since seven o'clock. I'm not standing out there fucking just to be by the stage. I'm going to sit in my nice little seat. I'm right here by the stage. And then I was right stage. I was right by the stage side. So when Future came out, boy, I had, we, I had to ask. I was right on the fucking, I'm not listening to dumbass niggas. Anyways, I was right there on the side. As you can see, I, like when I see Slim Thug, I can see up oh, there goes Slim Thug. He about to go up. Oh shit, there go. When Future performing, pretty much everybody who performed, when Future performing, they all standing right there. So I see Maxwell Cream. I see uh, Doughboy, Lil Jeremy, uh, Lil Durk. They perform they or they were just there? They performed. But like the big name performers, like Trippy Red, Trippy Man must have left and he was gone. Lil Durk must have performed and he dipped. They didn't watch Future perform. They weren't sitting in the area where all the other celebrity motherfuckers were sitting at uh, watching Future perform. Niggas had nosebleeds. I'm literally right on. I'm, I ain't got to explain shit to a nigga. Who gives a it. fuck? But I'm not even that. Like, I, don't got, I ain't going to have niggas lying. <laughs> we ain't going to do niggas lying. I'm no, no, there, no. Right. But even if it wasn't a nosebleed, who gives a fuck? Like, nigga, you went to go have a good time in the recession during this inflation <laughs> times. Come on now, man. Yeah, I ain't listen to no nigga who, I don't know. I'm always front row. You've, I don't think Trail lives a good life. I know he went to Finland or some shit, but the life he portrays, I don't think he lives his life. He got a souped a, up, he got a souped up 2012 Honda Elantra. Like I just don't believe it. I don't believe. Is he actually? He, he too miserable. Yeah, he's always got to tear people down. He's always got to troll. His life can't be that great, right? <laughs> it can't be. It can't be. But anyways, back to what I was saying. It was a good time. I was going to go to the Gucci Mane, Rick Ross, Jeezy concert that's on February 4th, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to hold back. I ain't going to go to that one. I was going to, but I'm good. And it also, this myth that I hear, and you can say, well, it's future, duh, that it's mostly white people that go to these concerts. There's a lot of black people there. Okay, now, like, now you try to, okay, now you don't want to troll. You say, just be honest. Okay, nigga, here we go. All right, all right, here we go. Uh, row one, eight, one, two. All righty, let's pull that up. Boom. You telling me you falling out of love? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's see if we can uh let's see if we can pull this up really quickly. Bro, Rockets tickets are five dollars. That's crazy. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. All right. Road uh, we don't have any um so let let's just do this real quick. Let me show this real quick. So They don't have it. Anyways, so I'll pull this up. You know what? Fuck you. I'm going to find exactly where this shit's at. <laughs> I'm going to find exactly where this shit's at. We're, we're, we're doing a brief intermission here. Brief intermission. Brief intermission, ladies and gentlemen. Very brief. Let's see. Next 16, 12, da, da, da. They don't have, they don't have it. Fuck it. Anyways. Um... Anyways, so I'll just show this, right? 
Let's go to number six. So this is row six. I was in row one, right? Oh, we all so, can't see nothing. I might even pull it up yet. Share the screen, right? Share this screen right here. So this is a uh, where's that? Where's that? So this would be row six, right? Right here. So this is row six, right? If you're in a basketball game, this is row six, 106, row six. So I was right I don't here. I see it. Oh, I ain't pulled it up yet. Okay. Anyways, here we go. So this is row six, right? And this is adjacent to the basketball. Like here's a basketball right here. I was sitting right here, right? Row one, seat one. The concert was like right here. This is a little like on the floor. So if you look at this picture right here, this bottom part, these chairs right here, this is where the niggas was standing at, and the stage would be right here. I was sitting right here. I, I what the people that standing at? Where these chairs would be. So these chairs, like this is courtside. Oh, so they were just standing for right there. They're just for standing. Moment? Like general admission standing in the in the in the stage would be where this guy right here standing up. That's like where the stage would start, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting right here. So when Future's walking his ass right here, I'm sitting right here. I got time for bullshit. Exactly. Look, look, now, look, now, look, now, nigga. Oh, well, that's cute. Fuck you. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, Big Scar Gucci, I don't really give a fuck about that. Stupid shit. Family, clout chasing shit. All that type of shit. That's all. That's all it is. Clout chased. Gucci didn't pay 10K. Or he didn't pay for shit. Oh, he paid 10K. Fuck that 10K. That 10K don't mean shit. The casket cost 15K. Well, motherfucker, give my money back. That's all we got to say about that. Give my money back. Nigga, get a cheaper casket. Now, Gucci asking for the chains back? I don't know about that. I don't know why nigga asked for chains back, but <laughs> I guess that's if that's, a, if that's a part of his, I don't know, deal. He going to get a chains to a new 1017 artist? I don't know. And also, it's like, for the family, for the name of the family, because the daddy came out and he said, you know, appreciate Gucci for what he did, yada, yada, yada. But the sister, take like Gucci is like in some way, you know, liable to give your brother money. Like, your brother didn't die from riding around with Gucci and Gucci had enemies and then he got killed and crossed five people. Your brother died over an overdose, right? Like something that happened to him. Now, maybe he didn't know the pills had. I did not know that. Maybe that's that's the story is. I mean, you know, that's why I saw a bunch of people posting. He overdosed. So, um, like maybe your brother thought he was taking a regular whatever and it just happened not fentanyl in it like we're seeing it happen a lot. But like, that don't obligate me to pay for shit like from your personal decisions just because you signed to me. You can be grateful and ask for more, but don't get on online bitching. And shit on it. And act like I didn't do shit. And then when I show you I did 10000 act like that 10000 ain't shit. Because, motherfucker, like I said, you sent my 10000 back. He gave 10000 Atlanta gave 10000 And then his dad said, I covered the rest. Y'all said you have life insurance. She, his sister literally said, he did have life insurance, motherfucker. He had life insurance. Okay, pay for it with the fucking life insurance. I'm sure he had some kind of money being a rapper. Like, he had some kind of liquid assets. Trying to take pay advantage. But they just want to keep they want to keep all the money for themselves. That's what it is. So that pretty much sums up the, the big scar Gucci conversation. Yeah, that shit goofy as hell. Like, nigga, we got money to bury him. He was gonna get done there regardless. But it's like so why you bitching? It ain't got, it ain't got shit to do with Gucci if he died over overdose. Yeah. Like it, at the contents it's hard he could pay some money back or give some money to you, but I mean like I said kindness of his heart. And he gave 10k, like the fuck. Yeah. And then you, I, I think I heard you say, like, do we? Oh, no, no. I think I seen a woman on Twitter. She was like, do we even know at this point? Did he ask for the chains back? Just like y'all lied about the money. And give yeah, him, I mean, they didn't say, like, money. wherever he said that, y'all, y'all haven't shown any text message or any, like, 
thing that would allude to that being the case. They filmed a music. You dead ass. Yeah, they filmed a music video at, at the funeral. His brother did with the ten seventeen chains on. After he said he wouldn't. That's so trifling. That's so trifling, bro. Hey, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, man. That's so trash, bro. With the chain, with the, with the Gucci Man chains on, I would love to hear the song. I I hope I pray to God it don't got a Gucci Man diss in the song, because that's just corny. That's super like clout chasing shit. It's for yeah, it's just for clout. It's just for oh, my brother died. Let's let's use my brother's death along with Gucci Man to boost me up. That's sad, bro. I mean, we we live in a thirsty world, bro. A very thirsty world. <clears throat> yep. Anyways, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the stream tonight. Uh, make sure you subscribe to subscribe already. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, all the good shit. Episodes your podcast. Check it out over there as well. Subscribe to D Friend Daily. Subscribe to Bryce Chill Emmer Game on Reaction. Um, we'll be back next week with I'm sure a lot more shit to talk about. A lot more things to get into. I'll see you guys next time. What do you friend? Free that boy Andrew Tate. Your boy B Neil. Hold on, we don't know yet. We might need to keep him in there for all we know. <laughs>